Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. Jimmy, how's it going? It's going good, Forrest. All right, so I don't know how much of a summer we can actually have this year. Best summer ever! But we'll uh, we'll take you back to the summer, the summer of '84. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Jimmy, do you have a description of this movie? So, summer '84, teenager Davy Armstrong is a conspiracy. Hold on, I just picked up why his name was Davy Armstrong. Why? Davy. Davy, AFI? Armstrong. Astronaut? Green Day. Oh. Oh. I, I keep picking, I didn't even pick up on his last name was Armstrong until you read that right now. Uh, teenager uh, Davy Armstrong is a conspiracy theorist who begins to suspect the neighbors, the neighboring police officer is a serial killer. With the help of his three friends, Davy launches a daring investigation that soon turns dangerous. There's a lot of punk rock shit in this so, movie in general, though. Yeah, 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. 72% Rotten Tomatoes. I enjoyed the fuck out of this movie, dude. What about you? I fucking did not. You didn't like it? Uh, I on. tried. I know why. I, I know why you didn't like this movie. Why? Because it's but Fright you... Night, but it's, it's Fright Night. Goonies. Goonies. And your favorite movie, The Burbs. Yeah. You know what? Oh, probably, dude. But like okay, so it almost follows the burbs quite a bit. So yeah, and it has that whole thing where it, but it doesn't have that plot twist. Well, like just like the fucking burbs, like we're like it's like you they tell you who the fucking villain is to try to tell you it's not, but it is like, but then it's just like uh, well, yeah, rear window because it's just well, let's let's put everything into perspective. <sighs> okay. This movie is Fright Night with a serial killer, but yeah. let's also remember Fright Night is just rear window with a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry, and they're not bad movies. All those Yeah, no, no, you're right, because that's exactly what it is. And the thing, too, it's like, it started off pretty good, but it was, the, like, I knew, I was like, I'm not going to like this movie. Where did you, what point the, did you get to where you're like, I'm not going to like this? Opening scene. Opening scene? <laughs> opening was, scene, where it's just his silver bicycle, and he's like, he's a paper boy, and like, you know, riding up the road, and then it's just, the bike is so pristine, and all the dated cars are pristine and I'm like it's, it's a period piece right but none of those cars had like were none of them look lived in you know I mean they all look fresh off freshly painted so I was because like it's 1984 Jimmy yeah but I'm going outside being that it's 2020 and you go outside there's some shit cars out there you know I mean all, every car looks kind of beat up it was a small up. suburban area oh my gosh affluent area everybody had brand new cars but I was like okay cool and I was hearing the voiceover and I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna fucking feel it. And then I like he pulled up and I saw the alien sticker on the like the head of his like bike and I'm like, I already fucking hate this kid. Huh. <laughs> but he does something that you did all throughout your fucking high school years. 
which is read the Weekly World News. Yeah, I think that's why I hate him. But but yeah, no, I thought it was like everything was cool story wise. I just the interactions about the friends. It was being kind of horny like, and like, but that they were horny fifteen year old. If you know what, if if the kids in Goonies were three years older, that's how the fuck they would be. Right, but the kids in Goonies were better actors than these. They had the Feldman, bro. Yeah, they did. Uh, the they, best of the Corys, Corey Feldman's documentary <laughs> series, uh, the rape of two Corys. <laughs> one was a psychological rape. The other one was actually a physical rape. And it was Charlie Sheen, apparently. Yeah. With Crisco. It was like he... Yeah, it was Crisco oil that he just fucking lubed up and banged Corey Hames okay. between two trailers. This doesn't make sense! As... Okay. As, okay, okay, stop. Stop a second. Because all I've heard is that he banged him between two trailers. Yeah. Crisco. Who the fuck has Chris? This isn't making sense! They like, went over to the... The catering table. But they don't just keep tubs of Crisco on the fucking table! Charlie Sheen, all he does is rape. It's all he does. I don't think you know how craft services work. <laughs> There's a lot of people that were that validated that statement, and that he went that, got Crisco, on, also 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 from the craft services <laughs> and raped poor Corey Haynes. Probably, but uh, but also that rumor of Charlie Sheen raping Corey Haynes mm-hmm. on Lucas, I think Lucas, was the name. Yeah. That's been around for years, just floating around. So it's kind of like a Cosby thing. You can argue if Charlie Sheen is as beloved as Cosby. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean everybody liked him. He had great movies. Because Two Cosby, and a Half Men, great movie. Great. Fuck, he got so much money on that show. He got money, doesn't mean it was good. That was, was, all that show was set up and knocked down. Yeah. I hate that show. Because it's just like, I'm going to set up a stupid joke. And then I'm going to I'm gonna throw the ball from over here and knock it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, not, so not good. funny. Super no, funny. No, it wasn't. Like with everything, if it's not pertinent to the story, we cannot think. Oh, I'll tie it into the story because it gets kind of like, eh, at the end. There's no rape at the end. Did you not think fucking officer fucking pedophile was raping these kids? No. You thought he was raping those kids? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, this works. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think that? No. Oh, I thought that's exactly what it was. Like, no, it was... I didn't think he was raping. I, think, I just thought he was killing and torturing and chaining. Kill- well, the thing, like, when it comes to, I like... Didn't, I didn't get a rape... Okay. Oh, hold on, so that hold kid... On, hold on. on. I got a crazy vibe off of him. I didn't get a rapey vibe. So the, um... So the kid's delivering papers. Davey Armstrong. Davey Armstrong, Paperboy. Which Paperboy. made me want to play Paperboy. Oh, such a good fucking Yeah, but go ahead. They go... He goes to deliver papers, and uh, he... Mackey. Officer Wayne Mackey is a little behind on his payments for the pay- the things. Yeah, he's son like, of a bitch. He's like, oh, I got some money inside, bro, if you want to come in and bring and just come Were you ever a paper boy? No, were you? No, but I used to cut people's lawns, and then I used to go collect, and I hate it when people just fucking ignore me. I'm like, I can see you through the window. Give me the fucking money, bitch. Like, I'm so bad. He's like, oh, I got some money for you. It was only just a couple bucks. And he uh, goes and plays uh, Manhunt with his friends. It was kind of like, you know, that dark... Yeah. It's yeah. dark out. Let's play hide so, and seek with flashlights. And then he sees while he, they're playing manhunt, Davy sees a kid in his house. Yeah. In the Mackey's house, in Wayne Mackey's house. His uh, and he calls him his nephew or whatever. Well, later he doesn't say it then. He or, right or, right. later. So, um, hold on. Side note. So, you didn't get a thing that he was a pedophile. I didn't 
get, I didn't get the rapey vibe off of him. You got to rapey really? vibe off Yeah, him? well, the thing is, too, is, like, uh, growing up in my old neighborhood, like, there was, uh, there was, I live right next door to a liquor store, so I kind of saw the neighborhood come together, like, every day, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember uh, there was this guy who was mentally ill, okay. who was about maybe in his late 40s, Okay. and he would sit on a soapbox in the parking lot, and he would just kind of, like, ask people to buy him beer, but since he was mentally ill, like, some people bought him beers, and people, like, bought him nuts as they're walking through the car, you know, trying to be nice, mm-hmm. but also that guy would be begging to blow dudes, like... They were walking by, and it was weird. And like, and then you just see certain people like interact with him in a weird fashion. That I'm like, you know, what I mean? and none of it really made sense until later on. I'm like, when someone else in the neighborhood told me, like, oh yeah, that guy was blowing dudes. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. You know what I mean? That's how he was getting his. Yeah, he would get drunk and then blow dudes in the parking lot. But then I was thinking, like, oh shit, like all those people that used to hang out and talk to him, or like, or take him back to like whatever. I'm like. Ew. You know what I mean? Because then I was like, I had a different view of like people in the neighborhood. But there was also um, older men who, because I used to like mow lawns and I used to like help pick uh, fruit from like all the like elderly people, whatever. Yeah. Like a lot of the old people would try to like be really touchy, but they're just old, so they're <clears throat> touchy. But I remember like this old man trying to like have me come inside to his house and like be like, oh, come inside, blah, blah, blah. Like I'll show you like whatever. I'll show you my... My collection of whatever, and then I remember my buddy's like, "Oh, don't go in there. He'll fucking touch you." He'll, and I'm like, "Oh, like, <laughs> you know what I mean?" Yeah. Like, so like, I've always had that kind of mindset, like, "Oh, like, so, well, so and, and some people not, are out there." It's not a horrible mindset to have. No, no, no. But the thing is, like, it made me weary I of people. Old. My mom was like the paranoid mom. Like, my mom was afraid someone was gonna kill us or fuck us. Yeah, and so yeah, like, it's not like, a horrible mindset to have because, because that was like when it was a big thing too, though. Like when we were growing up. That was when it was like a bigger thing, like when we when we found out people were doing that. Yeah, like um, and then like the whole like, but that's it is what it was. So like, I had this whole thing, especially Punky Brewster and fucking, she had like a fucking weird episode too, where like, well, so does um, Different Stroke. Oh no, or is that the one where like they had the the dirty cartoon? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the, yeah. Uh, that was the Different Strokes. Yeah. One. Oh man, that was so creepy. But I, I remember that one weirded me out because it reminded me of stuff around the neighborhood. You know what I mean? So I was like. Oh. <laughs> Because of those that, things. Did you have that usual suspects moment where everything was coming in? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, kind of like, oh, I lived in a fucking crappy neighborhood. That guy, the way he's like kind of trying to get him to come inside the house was very much like all my old alarms just started ringing. And I'm like, oh, this no, fucking. No, no, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> he's just trying to touch a bottle. No. But uh, so that's why for me, he comes across very kind of rapey. You know what I mean? But then he sees that kid inside his house and then he tells him hey can you do me a favor uh i need to lift something down to the basement can you come in oh with yeah me? yeah that's that same first part yeah i forgot he has him go down to the basement with him yeah and it looked like, a, like an old chair or something and have him take it down to the basement and then he sees a room with a padlock yeah with, which there is nothing ever good in a room with a padlock oh yeah and then like so he you come back upstairs and he goes oh and like you know we get you your money wallpapers. and then there's all there's all these wallpapers of picture frames of like just people and yeah. you know, like kids and families and whatever and then he says the officer Mackey says like oh yeah that's just you know family yeah and then so he kind of like looks at it like oh you have a huge family he goes yeah whatever and then like that's the end of that scene other than that it just kind of like goes back into the suburban life of these kids where yeah. they're looking up dirty magazines and just kind of hanging out being kids i don't who was oh, the guy so with one the of the Camaro? kids Oh, the guy with the Camaro was the punk rock kid's older brother. Oh, okay, cool. Because I see him when he drives by in the beginning, he flips him off. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, okay, like... 
But um, so they're gonna go play manhunt again. They go go to find their buddy. Yeah. And their buddy's not home. Yeah. And so he thinks. Oh, Sam. Sam. Yeah. yeah. So they think he's at home for whatever reason, and so they think that he's been kidnapped, and they think that Wayne Mackey is the one who took him. So there's there's stalking him now. While he's in the middle of stalking him, though, his old baby, um, Davy's old babysitter comes over, and. I like how like uh, I like looking through her window. No, prior to all that, like the boys are in the room, like you know, talking about you know dirty mags and like mm-hmm. how they're all want, how they all want to get laid, and then they they, they talk about like the neighbor, the the ba- old babysitter next yeah. door, and she's just like getting undressed, and like all the guys are just staring at her. They all have the binoculars, and then he's like, "No, don't!" And then like as she turns around, all the guys just drop to the floor to hide except for Davy. and Davy just kind of says they have lock eyes and then like he just drops to the floor and like it's comical but it's this has a weird tone I, I kind of like that you, you don't like that tone you don't like that it's, so, uh, I'm not, it's not even like weird Coen Brothers tone you know what I mean it's yeah like, it's, it's like creepy pedo tone in the beginning to like okay teenagers oddness to crime solvers to it, it just it's everywhere I'm okay with it. The baby comes, the babysitter comes over, is like, is comes over and kind of talks to him, and she's kind of like, oh, and she's about to make out with him, and his parents come home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like she's upstairs and she sneaks out the window. Yeah. Uh, but like, as this is going on, like they're he's because he's trying to take okay. out Mackie's house. So Mackie, like, there's no just reason why he doesn't think like it, Mackie. Like first off, it's that the locked room. That's, you know, very suspicious. That's, yeah. But then it's also, like, you get clues, too, where, like, Mackie's pulls out his lawn chair, sits in front of his house, has a cooler, and is drinking beers, and, like, these kids throw a ball on his lawn, and, like, they come get it, and he kind of laughs and smiles, and it's, like, kind of like, okay, cool. And I remember neighbors doing that growing up, too, and thinking, like, what kind of fucking psycho drunk just, just sits in the fucking neighborhood and, like, just staring at the kids? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so you, okay... But so, but they make it so worse I because Mackie, uh-huh. he he's all smiles. But the moment the kids turn their backs, he's all dark and serious. Like he's gonna fuck up these kids. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. They they kind of but they they cut it really well to where you only see like like half a second of that. Yeah, and then but the thing is like since they keep showing it to you, I keep thinking they're misdirects, but I know that they're not. And then, like that's what make that's what makes it frustrating because like you're not making it a very intriguing story. You're just basically laying it all out, and it's like okay. I think that's probably why I don't like it. I think that's also why I hate the burbs. As it's going on, like, um, Davey makes a good point that, like, you know, like, his friend's missing, uh, Mac is being super weird and super suspicious, and then he comes up to the conclusion that, like, oh. what a better way for a serial killer, because now they're they're referring to as a serial killer is loose, Kate, Kate, because Kate, Sam Kate, is missing, and everyone's freaking out, so the city's on lockdown, and so the kids aren't allowed, there's a curfew, and so, but Mackie ends up uh, telling him, like, hey, like, um, trying to be nice to him, telling him like, "Hey, I have stuff to give you in my house. Do you want to come into my house and get them? I have these old walkie-talkies. So when you play manhunt, these work better. Like they're just downstairs in my basement. We let's just grab them. And every time Davy's getting more kind of nervous about his interaction with them, and he does he stays away. But when he's telling his buddies, he says like, "Hey, FYI, like, what better way for a serial killer to like thrive than to be like in the police? That way he could just." hide evidence yeah. and like whatever and do all this other stuff he's like the perfect guy and then plus like how creepy he is and then how like he saw that nephew there but he doesn't believe that nephew is his real kid well he's had some kid there you know he doesn't say until the end so oh the big fucking trigger on that whole thing 
was right after that they chase him down because like Mackie's aware that they're following them now. Yeah. So he's he sees them and he's kind of like whatever, and the they, fat kid's the the fat kid takes his mom's car. Yeah. He's like super nervous because he doesn't have a license, but he looks old enough to get away with it. And then the mom's boyfriend catches him, who's a cop, and says, "You put me in a difficult position because like one, if I bust you, I look bad to your mom and blah blah blah. So just get home. So there's a curfew, boys. Don't be out here." But at that point, Mackie's aware that the kids are following him. So he tells him, like, you know, get home. There's a curfew. And uh, at that point, like, get a schedule down like, just to check in his stuff. They check the trash and whatever. And they're, like, thinking. But when, like, he goes in the backyard and Mackie's telling him about the, the walkie-talkies, there's, like, a body-shaped grave in the dirt. Where he's, like, gardening. Yeah. So it's, like, I was, like, plus he's getting all of these, like, dirt and stuff. Like, why the fuck would you have this much shit? And so mm-hmm. they uh, decide, okay, they're going to. Keep an eye on him, dig up the thing, find the body, and then they're going to blame the raccoons because, like, why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, but the plan goes to shit. You know what I mean? They get caught. They ruin his, like, flower bed. And then, like, they, the dad makes him apologize to him. And, like, the, and he's rounded. And then, like, that's when Mackie gets super kind of, like, aggressive with him. Like, saying, like... Well, he goes to his house the next day. Yeah. And, like... Because um, they, fi- oh, they find that kid's shirt in, the, in his shed. That's yeah. why, that's what his thing, his thing was like, oh, they, um, Davey finds his, the kid's shirt in his shed. Yeah. In Mackie's shed, and they... It's like blood on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, that's when he's like, oh, well, that was my nephew. We can call my nephew. If you, we can call him if you want. He goes, no, no, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. And so then he comes over the next day and goes, well, we can call him if you want. Do you want to call him right here? He goes, um, he's like, all right, sure, like... Yeah, and then so he gives him, he wants to come in, but he, Davey's like, no, grabs the phone, walks it over to him, he calls it, and it rings, it rings, it rings, because, you know, he's probably at softball practice or whatever, blah, blah, blah. and then, like, he hangs up. When he went to go grab the phone, Mackie walks in the house, and then, like, so Davey grabs the knife and he's kind of just kind of ready for his ass. He leaves, and he's like, yeah, I'll talk to your parents and see if I can maybe lighten your, your, grounding, your grounding, but, like, yeah. and then he goes, but we're looking for this guy, the serial killer's out there, you know, we're all, like, whatever. He leaves, and then, so, as soon as he leaves, fucking Davey ends up, like, calling the operator, asking for the last number that they dialed. She tells him the number, but he's looking at the list of numbers of the neighborhood. Well, he writes it on, he writes it on there, and he looks, and it's, it's Mackie's number. Yeah, and so there's, like, why the fuck would he call himself? And you're like, yeah, bitch, because he's about to kill everybody. But then, like, this is where the movie, like, goonies by solving, but then it also does a lot of just kind of jump scares for no reason, you know what I mean? Like, when the power goes out. And then they're like, well, let's turn on the lights. And then they reach for the lights, but then it's the girl's hand slams the door and turns on the lights, and they all scream. And like, you know, why would you scare this? Because there's a blackout. We're trying to turn on the lights. I mean, it's kind of like, it gets extremely dark at the end. So It's, it's like really dark at the end. So it's kind of like, it's, it's, I don't know why they pepper in these like moments of joy. Like, because they're kids. I don't like it. It's, 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 it's a way of I hate the children. Good. But, um, so, so, um, so they have it where um, Mackie finds the killer. Yeah, well, the next day he finds the killer. Yeah, so let's pump some bricks on there real quick. Yeah. Did you realize the killer's name? Did you pick up on the killer's name? No, what was his name? Arthur Ray Peterson. Wow. <laughs> wow, that is... Did you that, that is? Arthur Ray, I don't know, Arthur Ray. We watched a movie... Arthur Ray? ...where the main character's name was Ray Peterson. Ray Peterson. And he had a friend named Art. Oh, the Burbs? Wow. Fuck this movie. <laughs> I bet you would pick up on that. Yeah, I didn't even do that at all. That's funny. Wow. Yeah, good for them then. <laughs> You're like, this is why I didn't hate this. This is why I like this fucking movie. 
So, um, there's supposed to be like a big festival. They had canceled it because of the serial killer. Mm-hmm. And they decided, oh, we're going to think. The festival. The because festival. They, they had it going to cancel it. And they, now they, they don't yeah. have to. So, um, you find out the reason why uh, Mackie was getting all that dirt was because they were putting in a bunch of flowers in over at the bay. Yeah, and the news kid was kind of annoying. Or the news kid, the nerdy kid was kind of annoying because he was like, he just saw the flowers. He goes, mission aborted, dude. Like, he was making flowers. He was growing flowers. It, it all makes sense. You're just a moron. And hangs up on him on the walkie-talkie guy. And then leaves. And yeah. then leaves it and, and, and like, leaves his post. Yeah. But then, like, so basically what, what happened was that, like, at this point of the story, uh, Davey decides to grab the, the gang and the girl. So, like, this is what's going to happen. Well, this the girl doesn't gonna, go. The oh, girl, meets, girl meets him inside the house. Yeah. Well, she wants in on it. Yeah. Right? And then so, like, but basically they're like, okay, this is the plan. This is what we're going to do. We're going to stake out everybody out. We're going to take my dad's camcorder because he's a, he's a news cameraman. Mm-hmm. Take the camcorder down to the basement, videotape what they find, and then that'll be their proof. And then so... But now Davey's already, like, once, like, you know, failed at his attempt to, like, guilt the cop or whatever. But, yeah. like, so now this is his, like, moment to shine. So they go to the house. They're searching around. The girl shows up. They get to the basement, and they descend downwards, and they get to the, the locked doors. But then as they're, like... Oh, because he's figured out how to, with a paperclip, open up the lock. Yeah, so they open up the lock. It's open. They walk into the room. And they're just complaining about the stench. And then they're also... The camera... I like how they do it, too. Because from that moment, when they go downstairs, it's where I love this movie. Because, like, it, it, it at that point, it's how... This is now a slasher movie. Out of nowhere, you know what I mean? And now it's now it's good. The only light you get is the cam the camcorder light. Yeah. And then, so they're panning through. And it's very kind of... You don't see anything. And then it's just, like... They're talking about the smell. And the girl's like, what's that? And the camera pans down into the bathroom tub and you see a decomposed body but you see like this is where i don't understand officer Mackey's motives okay. because like the thing is just like yeah he likes to kill children we, i get it we're all there but it, it's also the fact that like how that body was though you know what i mean oh because it's all kind of sliced up a bit because it's it's the face is carved from like the forehead to the the bridge of the nose, across the cheek, and around, so it just kind of took out that whole, like, fourth flesh. Yeah. yeah, that fourth of his face. And then, because all you see is bone, and he's just sitting in the soup of his own juices. You know what I mean? So it's kind of, like, interesting, because when it comes to murder, like, serial killers and murderers, there's, like, three reasons why people, like, take parts of the body off. Okay. One is uh, a sexual gratification. One is more of a... Uh, sense of power by taking that object away and using it for whatever reasons they want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, third is just just destruction and mutilate, just to mutilate, but that's more anger-based. Mm-hmm. So, like, this, I, I wasn't sure where this was coming from because it's, like, I get a very, like, pedo vibe from him, and then I also get, like, a, like... That's why I didn't get a pedo vibe from going to fuck him and slice him up? Well, that's where I wasn't sure because the thing is, like, there's a lot of, like serial killers that like they did that like there was um fuck i forget his name your brother would know he fucked kids and murdered them all the time and the thing is like he would like invite them over ask them to do charity he was well respected he was well loved by everybody everybody like like respected the man but he also ended up like taking boys back to his house and then he would play a little game of handcuffs where like that's probably where they got the idea of using the police officer 
with him because basically he would handcuff them and then he would like they'd be joking around and then like he would just kind of like hit them and they would get a little scared and like they want to break they want to stop and then the guy's like where's the key and the guy's like I don't have a key and then he would just rape them and then kill them but then he would also like dismember them and then like take their heads and put them in like the fridge and stuff like that he got caught because one of the guys that he was doing that with ended up like breaking free and like running running loose and then like the independent cops they came over to the house and they were like hey what's up and then like at that point they just realized shit has gone all wrong and then like they like check in the house everything seems normal they open the fridge and they're like okay and they close the fridge and they tell the other guys go check out the fridge and then it's just body parts and they're like okay well shit okay so they like <laughs> they take him back to like you know the precincts and they start going through his house and they're like they start like finding bodies buried underneath like the, the floorboards and stuff but he would have like segments underneath the house of where all the bodies were and they're like just crazy but so with this like it's one of those where it's like that body's that, that's, the, the girl the girl are freaking out and then like and then like creepy as fuck is that the other kid reaches over and grabs her legs there's another kid that's down there yeah so that kid I couldn't tell and I tried to rewind it to watch it a few times yes that was the kid that was running He's that, that kid was running he, like, he was out late and he was helping some old lady uh-huh. and he's walking out of the house and that guy he's that kid that got picked up like halfway through the movie yeah same kid so but was he missing his eyes no he was emaciated, like, he was hungry because he hadn't eaten in days. Yeah, I wasn't sure whether he was, like, because I think he was missing one eye. And I think, oh, I wasn't, and then I was thinking, oh, that's probably the same with the body in the sink. And, like, he's asphyxiated with, like, this, the eye, but I have no idea. But, yeah, so at that point, the next scene after, like, that whole chaos, you see him coming up with the boy over his shoulders as they're dragging him up. They walk through the hallway, in fact, that we saw in the beginning of the movie. And we saw the wall of photos. But then when you look at the photos, you're like, oh, shit. Like, this is all the people he killed. All the all the pictures on the wall are all the kids and their families that he's, like, murdered. Because, like, you you find out all these well, other kids are missing. Well, his on there. Yeah, because all these kids have been missing. And then they realize, like, it keeps getting swept under the table. And, like, no one's paying attention to it. But, yeah, and then his picture's up there. Because he was going to be Davies. the next. Yeah. Kids Davies going to be the next victim. That's why he kept trying to get him into the house. But... Obviously, it didn't happen. The next scene is the police officer scene, or like they're they're at the, they're at the station, the, yeah. they're watching the videos, and I like the chief of police. He's a very minor role, but like he's like, all right, he's like, guys, and he goes like, I can't believe this fucking sickos out there. He goes like, bring that sick son of a bitch back to me, <laughs> and then like the cops take off. But at that point, like you know, Mackie's known he's caught. I mean, so he's just yeah. psh, he just disappeared, and then like, but I like. The precision of Mackie and the dedication to, like, how... Well, because he had mentioned that he'd helped um, his Davy's dad with something in the attic before Davy was born. Yeah. Knew where the attic was in that house. Goes and hides in the attic when everybody gets back and then kidnaps Davy and Woody, the, the fat kid. Yeah, yeah. So, I, But I like how, like, they gave you that and you didn't even see it. I was like, shit, that's great. You know yeah. I mean? And then, because, like... Because they could have ended it right there when they... When they they could have ended in a bunch of my okay so uh so uh yeah they 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 can't find uh officer Mackey, and so davy's kind of freaking out he goes don't worry about it we're gonna find him blah 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 and so they tuck him into bed and like that's the end of it and then like you know i figured okay there's gotta be something else because i feel like this is an ending but it's not really here yet and then like it's dark and then you just see the attic staircase coming down and you're like oh 
fuck, he was hiding in the goddamn attic. And then I'm like, fuck, he mentioned it earlier. Damn, this is good writing. And then he comes down. Davey's kind of stirring in his sleep. And he wakes up and his eyes go big and that cloth goes over his mouth. And then it fades to black. I'm like, that's a fucking ending. And then it was like, hell yeah. Boom. And it kicks right back up again. I'm like, oh, this is not the end? Yeah. <laughs> and then like, because if it ended there, I would have been so happy. Like, Because that would have been a solid ending. Kind of a, kind of a Coen Brothers ending because it's left very open. Yeah. And I love that. But then like it goes over to like, they're in the backseat of a car and yeah. all the windows are blacked out and the fat kid's in there. And then they're smashing the door the door or the windows of the of the car this is where a whole series of events happen where it's like i like it because it's very now we're seeing true like human interaction and what would you do because these two kids are in the back seat the killer's outside that he's obviously scaring them to get that adrenaline going to like get his fix the fat kid wants to i feel bad i don't know his name woody woody is scared is scared and he doesn't want to leave the comfort of the safety of the car while Davy's like we need to get the fuck out of here what's that phrase I'm trying to think of flee or fight fight or flight yeah there you go fight or flight and then so at that point like you know they, he crashes the window they bust open the door and the two kids just run into the woods Mackie being a loving the torture and loving the scare of the kids has like mapped out this whole section of the woods just mm-hmm. to fuck with these kids because he placed the radios everywhere and then he's turning on the squad car to get them to panic because when you're panicking you make more mistakes and like they're children so like you know they're it's easily to like kind of corral them in a certain area yeah you know they're falling into their his trap they're running away davy gets fucking sprung with that fucking trap that cuts his leg and like he no, sh- no, no that was him cutting him Oh, was that him cutting him? Yeah. Oh, I thought he just fucking... He cuts him and says, fucking, you, you, you may, it makes him stay there. That's right. Because like, he, he corralled them. Yeah, yeah. So he cuts him and tells him to stay there. Fucking slits the fat kid's throat. Yeah, just fucking just... Tackles him and... Beetlejuice is him, like, by grabbing his back and is like, hey, fatty. And then just, like, slits his throat. And you're like, oh, fuck. Because I didn't see that coming at all. No. And then so, like, just dead. Like, instant death right there. And then, like, at that point, like, I love Officer Mackey going back to Davey. And then Davey's just freaking out, and then he just gets right in his face. He goes, he goes, I want to kill you, but I want to fuck you, fuck with you, because you took everything like away how, from me. I like how you just made him, made him a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. I want to fuck you. I want to fuck everything about you. But like, it's just because like you fucked with my life. Now I'm gonna like fuck with yours, and I'm gonna make sure that you're living in a nightmare. Basically, that you don't know when it's happening but I'm coming for you and I promise you that and it's just I think they should make a sequel to this movie oh for sure that yeah cause like it's like that was fucking dope where it's just kind of like that whole trauma of that whole thing yeah that will fuck with him forever he's dealing with this at this point what do you do I mean like you're alone in the woods a killer just told you he's coming back for you he could be fucking with you I mean and be killing you any moment but you don't know you know what I mean and then your one of your best friends dead you're bleeding, so a lot of things need to happen, and I don't think he's uh, prepared to do it because he's still dripping blood as he's walking. But he's stumbling out of the woods and he passes out because obviously loss of blood and yeah. whatever. But then like they end up taking him to the hospital. That's pretty much the fucking movie right there. Yeah, the girl's going away. The the, the girl was going away to college, so she goes to college. Yeah, the the, the friends the, the friends don't want to be his friend anymore because he 
put him out. He got them all in trouble. He got them all in trouble. They all got grounded for his bullshit about getting them whatever. But then also he got his best friend, friend killed. killed. Yeah. Because he was right. You know what I mean? Yeah, he and was it, right, and his friend got fucking killed for it. Yeah, and nobody wants to talk to him, so he's kind of like in his own, and like that's gonna just spiral into a huge like depression on him. Like, I like I, the way I saw this story was like he was gonna kill himself eventually. You know what I mean? Because he can't have that much intense trauma that young without it really affecting you. But especially with survivor's guilt too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, fuck, dude. Like, I feel bad for that poor character, but. Uh, then the movie, I liked it. Beginning of the movie, meh. In Canada, there is a large number of indigenous Canadians mm. that are gone missing eh, almost every day. They're kidnapped, never seen again. That's the end of it. But like, it's not just like one or two years. Like, a lot of them are are being like. And this has been going on for years. But the the was it Montreal police the quebec police none of the police departments of the provinces want to do anything about it they just kind of just let it be its own thing but it's kind of one of those where it's like just like this this movie the police kind of like i don't know whether they're involved in like the whole disappearance of one place or another do you know what yeah. i mean because it's just like the way murders work it's just it's just creepy you know what i mean because it's just like the you just take him and go. Like fucking Bob the Butcher. Do you know yeah, Bob the Butcher? I think you told me about that when we were listening one of the other podcasts. Yeah, he was uh, the guy who ended up uh, kidnapping hookers and then just like raping them and then like dismembering them. And then, but he would hang them from hooks while they were still alive and then like cut them up and whatever and then take the meat and then feed them to his pigs. And then he would take those pigs. And once they're all fatten them up and sl- and slaughter them and sell them to the cities, to the whatever. So like yeah. the people of the city were eating dead hooker meat. So it's just like yeah, you told me about that one. Yeah, but it's one of those where it's like even the police were aware of him for a while too, but they just do don't follow up too. But it's one of those where it's like I don't know, I don't know. I don't so you're just it. okay with this? I'm just okay with it. But, I thought you'd uh, like it more. I like the end. There's a lot. There's a lot of punk rock references. Yeah, there is actually a lot. And then because. The, after they're in the library when they're re- when they're researching all yeah, of them, the, they're walking in and it's supposed to be like suburbia where, where they're all walking up uh okay yeah yeah well also too because like the kid's wearing a bad religion shirt I'm yeah like, he's wearing yeah. the crossbuster yeah so I'm like alright um, but yeah no there's a lot of musical references in the movie too which I kind of like but the acting of the kids bothered the acting of the kid with the black flag shirt he was the worst of them all the punk rock kid yeah because there was one point where like they must have given him a stage direction to do, and he didn't know how to do it or wasn't comfortable enough doing oh, it. Oh, just wait till we watch Suburbia. Because, like, with him, it's like they like they told him, like, because Woody's standing there, the punk rock kid's there, they're talking about the neighbor and seeing her naked, and then, like, he goes over to Woody, grabs his shoulder, and then pretends to, like, hump him. Mm-hmm. But it's the most awkward motion. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, like... That must have been, like, day one or week one of, like, filming because, like, you could tell everyone in that scene was uncomfortable and it just seemed, it just flowed. I'm just too picky when it comes to, you like... You are, dude, because, like, you, you notice things that I don't. I, it makes me so mad. But uh, the ending, the ending though, is great. The setup for the Mackie, that whole development of that story, really solid. Uh, the friendship, I feel like that was... It could have been cleaned up a little with a little more writing and a little more maybe better acting from the kids 
But aside from that, it's a, it's a solid movie. The kids, unfortunately, have a larger scene because it's more focused on them. But I think they... After they had a little more time, I think it would have been like a really good movie. Because I can kind of see what they were trying to do by every time you see Mackie, they kind of give you like a pedal vibe. And then every time you see the kids, it's like, forget about that. This is their world. This is kind of like, you know, how they're comfortable with each other and keep it kind of light and funny mm-hmm. and like whatever. And then like the disaster of like the ending. Like I would have cut the nerdy kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I would have cut the nerdy kid and tried to develop the punk kid a little bit more. Because you see that he's dealing with a lot of home abuse and his parents are fighting all the time and the older brother, which now I know the older brother, mm-hmm. is kind of like trying to be there for him but he doesn't know how and then like the little brother doesn't want to be like him. So yeah. That, that would have been a better like to know that or cut the punk kid out and just focus on the nerdy kid more. I like the punk kid more. I did, did, I did too. The nerdy kid that's just like what? You, you just at the library dude? Like whatever. Yeah. You could, that could have been like a one-off character that you just... Yeah, like, I know they nerd. could have taken out the nerdy kid, developed the girl relationship with the boys a little bit better, mm-hmm. and that would have been cool. Because I like how, like, um, the girl, how, like, they come inside and they're like... She knows that they're all kind of like, oh, my God, do, do, you, do you actually fucking talk to her? Like, you know what I mean? There's yeah. that whole scene, and then, like, then she kind of, like, wants to, like, boost up his ego, and she goes... He's more a man than all three of you bitches. <laughs> and then she walks away implying that they've like messed around or something like that. Yeah. And she's on the other side of the of the wall, all hearing like the guy's like, Oh my god, what? Like and like getting him excited and she smiles mm-hmm. and you know, like that and she walks away. I mean, so that was like a she's still involved with these kids and even though she was the babysitter, now she's still kinda looking after them in more of a different fashion. Yeah. Which I, I like that whole dynamic too, but yeah, the nerdy kid, whatever. The Woody, it sucks because like you didn't really get to know him, so his death wasn't uh, that it impactful. Wasn't impactful enough for you. But the thing too, it's like even if you did, were too attached well, they, to him. They try his... to because he has a mom that's a nurse and she's working like thirty six hour shifts. Oh no! And... When it comes to like murders, like mur- like whatever, like the I knew about his mom. I knew about like you know. Well, we, what, we were, I was, at least I actually watched part of it, most of it with me, uh-huh. and we get to the end of the movie, and uh, and she was like, "Oh fuck!" Like I don't think she saw. She she's like, "Oh, I knew he was gonna die, yeah, but yeah. I didn't know he was gonna get his fucking throat slit." Yeah, I yeah they kind of set it up for him to die, but it's one of those where it's like. My first instinct was like, "Oh, you poor bitch!" Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then yeah. I was, and then I thought about his mom. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, poor mother!" You know what I mean? Yeah. Working. Well, that's the house that was yeah. sold at the end. Yeah, I was working, like you know, trying to trying to stay afloat, trying to raise a kid. Mm-hmm. And he just fucking like took a car, and she's working like all these hours just to keep him afloat. So like all that's just in my mind. I'm like, "Oh man!" But yeah. Uh, overall, like the movie is good. Um, it's just man, like that. The kid scenes just kind of drag on a little bit, but. The ending's totally worth the movie. It's totally worth watching it. So how'd you get into this movie? How'd you find out about this? Um, I find like random indie flicks and stuff like that, and I probably read about it somewhere. Jimmy, so I'm sure you have blanked this band, but have you really blanked this band? Uh, what band are we talking about? R.E.M. 
Losing my religion, R.E.M.? Yes, but they are much more than losing their religion. I can tell you right now, mainly the... Like radio hits. Radio hits is and all I know. Are you okay with the radio hits? Or just yeah, mad? I'm cool with them. But yeah, you know what? I never delved into them at all. Well, we're going to do it next week. Next week. Well, that's going to do it for the episode this week. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up at our Instagram. At yhblankthat. Or you can email us at yhblankthat at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.